0: In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. So I approach uh, the homily this week. We're excited about coming to the midpoint of the Lenten journey. The church places the cross in the middle of Lent as a refreshment, as a, a point of uh, being able to feast an oasis uh, for us. So in reading the gospel, I was excited about this oasis. And then you read these words. If any man would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Whoever will save his life will lose it. Whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospels will save it. What does it profit a man to gain the whole world and forfeit his soul? Very encouraging. I was so lifted up. I was drinking from the waters of encouragement. I said, oh, this is is hard. This is a hard saying. So, Wednesday after matins, Deacon Richard gave to me Father, uh, the St. Nikolai malaverovich his commentary on Isaiah's prophecy, he was brought as a lamb to the slaughter. And let me read this to you, and then I'm going to read that quote again. That passage from Scripture again, and tell me if it doesn't become encouraging. Because if we see denying oneself simply as some difficult spiritual exercise and not connected to the sacrifice of Christ, we will not get it. It will become a burden to us. It will become a heavy cross. The cross is not heavy. Come unto me, you are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Those are the words of the Lord. So let's listen to St. Nikolai first. And I want you to be thinking about what Christ has done for you. For you personally. Not just for all of us, but for you personally. And place yourself in, place this vision as a picture of what Christ is Accomplishing for our salvation. The prophet Isaiah foresaw across many centuries. 600 years before this happened. The terrible sacrifice and Golgotha. He saw the Lord Jesus as from a distance. Brought to the slaughter as a lamb is brought. As a lamb brought to the slaughter. Even as one led out to pasture. Is defenseless. Undisturbed. Unretaliating. So was the Lord Jesus as he was brought to the slaughter. He did not say, do, don't do this, you men. He did not ask, why are you doing this to me? He did not condemn anyone. He did not protest. He did not become angry. He did not think evil of his judges. When his blood soaked him from the crown of thorns, he kept silent. When his face was covered with spittle, he kept silent. When his cross was heavy on the road, he endured. When he was tormented by his wounds on the cross, he did not complain to men, but to his father. When he breathed his last, he raised his eyes and breathed his last towards heaven, not towards earth. For the source of his strength was heaven not earth. The source of His holding was God, not man. His true home was heavenly kingdom, not the earthly kingdom. Now for the rest. Behold, the Lamb of God that takes on itself the sins of the world. This was John the Baptist's first exclamation when he saw the Lord. And lo, this prophecy was filled on Golgotha. Lo, the Lamb of lies slain, dead under the burden of the sins of the whole world. The whole world, from the first man to the last. He took on himself every sin. Oh, my brethren, this costly sacrifice was for our sins also. The blood of this meek and guileless lamb was m- meant for all ages, for all generations, from the first man on earth to the last. Christ felt the pains on the cross of our sins, of your sins. He felt the pain of your sins. All of those pains that are present in this day. He wept in the Garden of Gethsemane for your weakness. For your wickedness and for your vices. He wept for you. He gave his blood also for us. Oh, my brethren, let us not scorn the unspeakable great cost at which we have been bought. Because of the sacrifice, Christ, we have some worth as people. Without the sacrifice, or if we reject the sacrifice... Our worth is assessed as nil, as smoke without fire and cloud without light. O Lord, of matchless mercy, have mercy on us also. To thee be glory and praise forevermore. Christ gave his life for me. He suffered for me. For my weaknesses, for my wickedness, and for my vices. He took all of that on himself and died and rose again from the dead. So, if any man would come after me, let him just simply deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Forever, will save his life will lose it. But he who loses his life for my sake will find it. When we see this in the light of Christ's sacrifice for us, it's a very different scripture. This is an easy thing to do compared to what he did. He took on all of our mess. In the past, in the present, and that which will come. And he died for that, that we could just simply deny ourselves and follow him. So this should not be that heavy for us. He doesn't want to make it heavy for us. So when we read the hymnody in the church, we read verses like This shine, O cross, our tears of sorrow have been wiped away. We've been delivered from death. We have been passed unto unending joy. The cross drives away the demons. It's an invincible weapon, an unbroken stronghold, a door to paradise. All we have to do, beloved, is deny ourselves and pick it up. That's a pretty easy thing to do compared to what Christ did for us. So I just want to encourage you in that that this is not a heavy thing. He did the heavy lifting. He did the lifting. He took it all on himself. That all we have to do is simply deny ourselves and take up our cross, follow Christ. Our sins are forgiven. We're healed. We're lifted to, to resurrection. So don't make that such a heavy thing. Don't make that such a heavy thing. So my encouragement is continues in the uh, Epistle text from Hebrews, it says, draw near to the throne of grace. So if we come to this throne of grace, to this cross, we receive, he says, mercy and grace, mercy and grace, grace to pick the cross up. God not only asks you to, to pick it up, but he gives you the grace to do it. If you try to carry Christ, Christ's cross by yourself, it will be a heavy load. It'll be too heavy. But the crosses you've been given, if with Christ you pick them up, you have a grace to do that. You've been given a grace to pick them up. To help carry, He will help you even carry it. He will help you carry that. So, Don't look at the the effort without the help of Christ, without being able to pick up that cross and with the grace of God and carry it. And you'll find your life. You'll find salvation. You'll find joy. You'll find hope. You'll find peace. So. So. I know you all have crosses. Do you have crosses? Burdens, difficulties, things that need to be overcome. Pick up, pick it up. In Christ, there's grace there for you. There's a blessing there for you. Don't deny this moment. It, it, it's it's like Let's look at this way. If, as we believe that Christ died on the cross for our sins to give us strength, that we might die with him and be raised with him, that we might bear our crosses with grace to our salvation and to our benefit, so what, why, why do we delay? Why do we delay? So I'm encouraged today to pick my cross up, to carry it, with Christ, with his help, with his grace. It's an exciting thing. He did all this for me. He's going to even help me carry the cross. He's going to be with me in this cross. So I, I encourage you to stand firm in this grace, to be able to be lifted high with Christ, your burdens, that they would be salvific. That they would save you. We would bring you joy, bring you happiness, bring you blessedness. So um, I'm encouraged today. The cross is an oasis. The cross is a blessing for us. Allow it to be that for you. Allow it to be that for you. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen.